excited. I don't know. You know what it is? All right. Let's talk honesty here. Because uh, I'm playing with my post-its. There's no hair on this song. We all know that. Um, there was a couple episodes that I listened to my intro and I'm like, blah, boring Dina. I was like, hi guys, that's Dina. No, this is like, you guys want to listen to something that is upbeat, on top, rocking your socks. So here I am Sunday, 12 noon doing just that. Um, I got my son in the background again, as always, because I have to multitask. Like, this is what I got to do. If I try to do this too early in the morning, we're talking about 7 a.m. And at 7 a.m., I haven't even finished my latte. Sometimes he naps, sometimes he doesn't. So if he wants to go and play with his food truck and you're going to hear beeping noises and his, like, adorable little laughter, let's deal, right? All right, so let's do this. Um, last week it was about keeping it alive. If you missed that episode, that's the beautiful thing about a podcast. You can go back and listen to everything. And I absolutely love podcast world life, hashtag podcaster, whatever. This week is going to be titled, Nope, I'm Good. And what I'm talking about is it's okay to disagree with friends and family advice when it comes to everything from dating, relationship, marriage, kids. I mean, even if the lipstick color you want to wear. I remember like I used to love wearing red. I still do. Let's let's reverse. I love wearing red. I am forever Ruby Woo Mac Matte Red. Love that color. I don't do the sheen, the gloss. It's just not my cup of tea. For me, my jam is matte. And, you know, I remember someone was like, oh, that's that's cute that you wear that, but I don't think it looks good on you. Did I ask your opinion? No, no, I didn't. I'll smile at you. You know, I'll do like a cute little like nod. But inside, I'm most likely just saying like, no one asked you. Like no one asked you. I feel like this. Just like when you teach your little ones, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. So, all right, let's do this. Nope, I'm good. (sighs) All right, so everyone is an expert today in the world of everything. Everyone's a doctor because we can go on Google.com. We can go to WebMD. Um, Everyone is a chef, and I know that drives my husband insane because he actually is a chef. It literally irks him because... You'll have people who are just foodies, they don't cook at all, and they'll go out to dinner and just take pictures of the food that's on the table, and then they're the first person to like totally bash these restaurants. Like you'll take this gorgeous photo, but then you're like, it's disgusting. Like, dude, you don't even know, so stop yourself. And then you have people who are experts in your life. I Did, did you not know that? You're sitting there and you're like, wait a second. There are people who are experts of my life. Yes. Yes, they are. Those are the people that are constantly telling that, telling you that you're doing things wrong or you should do this and that. So let's say you start dating someone. All right. This is the first thing. Let's talk about number one when it comes to, nope, I'm good. You're dating someone brand new. Whether you let people know instantly, like I got a first date tonight, I got a blind date, or, you know, a month later. Like some people are just totally the types that wait a little bit. They don't like to introduce new people. You have the people who are like, oh, wait a second, like 
you're not going to kiss on your first date, are you? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, like I had literally someone tell me that once. I'm not pre-planning what my night's going to be. I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. For all I know, I'm going to go and have like coffee with someone and it's going to be a casual meet, greet, whatever the case may be. When I had my first official date with my husband, I did not plan to kiss him. He kissed me. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. And some people are like, oh, that's a bad sign. What, what, is the world going to end because I kissed on the first date? Like, listen, I totally get in like 1812, it was not cool, but we are in a new world today. I'm not saying give, you know, this person you're on a date with your social security number and your checking account and say, let's live happily ever ever together on the first date. What I'm simply saying is it's okay. So everyone who's like, mm, first date, no kiss for me. Why? Just tell me why. I just want to know why it's a no for you. <laughs> or, Okay. Who pays? This is like a huge debate. I swear so many people have arguments over this. And there are a lot of people who are like, well, I'm old school. So he should always pay. Why? Why should he always pay? Why not split the bill? I mean, and well, he asked me on a date. Okay, well, listen, this guy might totally like you or this girl might totally like you and times are hard and they're doing their best to impress you and you don't have to take people to like the most expensive restaurant but sometimes like even going out to like a regular priced restaurant could be pricey i mean think about it you're not going to say to the date um can you not order an expensive meal like you wouldn't say that you want to make them feel comfortable you want to make them feel welcome so you're not going to like say here here's the limit of what you can order so times are hard and it it shouldn't like listen right away if you're like no he or she should pay because that's how it is well then maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship because you obviously can't hold your own and you're afraid to show your independence with the dollars and some people are like oh my god she's ridiculous like what is she like all about like men this and women this. Yeah, I'm all about equal opportunity, okay? So everyone's bragging and screaming their head off. They want equal opportunity, want to make the same pay. Well, then split the bill and stop complaining about who should pay. Like really, that is absurd. I remember saying to my mom, because I was like kind of nervous. I'm like, mom, like I want to split the bill, but I don't want like my my husband, like the, I was dating him, to think that I don't think he could afford it. You know, and that's the other thing too. Sensitive topic. Like you're not trying to show someone up. So listen, I don't care what anyone says. Again, it's what you think. It's how you feel. I'm not about to go have some guy pick me up, take me out to dinner and expect him to pay for the whole thing. That's my jam. If it's not your jam, well then follow whatever you feel in your heart. But I'm all about like, even right now we're in a marriage together. There will be times my husband pays and there will be times I pay. And that's just how the relationship works. If you want to have balance, if you want to find balance, then start from the beginning. Don't have expectations like, all the way to the so, uh, to the sky, because if that's the case, then then you need to find someone who can reach the sky and grab everything you want. All right. Oh, I feel like that was a lot. So like those are kind of like the dating rules that like people instantly attack. What about moving in with the other person? So we're talking about oh, like oh my god, you can't move in with the person before you're married. Why? Are you kidding me? If I didn't live with my husband prior, I probably wouldn't 
have realized how OCD I really am. Like I'm throwing this on myself because when you start to live with someone else, you're also sharing space. Um, You're realizing maybe like myself, how OCD you really are. And then, you know, maybe you have to like work with them. Like, okay. So my husband had his own like whole downstairs kind of apartment of his parents' house. He never had someone there to tell him to put the toilet seat down. And for me, that's like a big thing. Like put the toilet seat down. I just think it looks rank. I think it's gross. And quite frankly, if I'm the one cleaning the toilet, just follow the directions, you know, put it back down. Plus, like, I don't value falling into the toilet at three in the morning because I have a weak bladder. Like, yeah, weak bladder is my problem, but I don't feel like drowning in the toilet. All right. And again, I'm cleaning it. So and then there's some people like, no, I will only move in with the significant other after marriage. Okay, do you. That's totally cool. But I just feel like marriage or even if you're not getting married, like even if you're just committing to each other, you know, and before you have kids, I feel like it's something good to experience to learn how to deal with your finances because it's not just about like, I feel like everyone goes right to the whole, you can't live with someone else. Uh, It's not just about living with them. It's about really figuring it out, like figuring finances out because just because you eat a junk food dollar menu um, like meal doesn't mean the other person is. So let's say you're all about quick one, two, three, you go to the McDonald's, you go to the dollar menu, you live life, you that's what you want. And then you meet the significant other, you guys decide to live with each other, move in, and they're all about like whole organics, gluten-free, like pricey, um, organic foods, vegetables, produce. And it's like, whoa. So again, it's balancing finances. So it's not just, I want to move in the person. So I have like alone time. No, it's not just about that. It's really getting to know the person and understanding how you're going to live with them. Finances included, because let me tell you something, I have a whole episode dedicated to finances next week. And let me tell you, it's bananas. And when you move in with someone, you prep, you understand, you get it. All right. Um, let's see. The other thing is a lot of people are like, well, wait a second. If you move in with each other, what if you break up? All right. If you break up, you break up. Is it a pain to move your stuff? Yeah, it totally stinks. But if you went to college and lived on campus, it's kind of the same thing. You go into a dorm, you break up with the dorm, and you go to another dorm, whatever the case may be. I mean, you're living with another person. Things like that can happen. And that's my son. All right, next on the list. So you're moving along. You decide to get married. Let me tell you something. I can't understand why so many people feel the need to tell you what you're doing for your wedding, your DJ choice, your photographer is wrong. That drives me insane. Now, I didn't have that problem. You know, I guess my parents, like I said, they're free birds. They just let you do what you got to do, live your life and totally understand it. I know it gets touchy because a lot of people are like, well, what if our parents are paying for the whole thing? I still don't believe that if your parents are paying for the whole thing, that you have to just abide by all their rules. I feel like if the parents want to pay for the wedding, that's very generous, but they should also take in mind like your 
your feelings and your emotions and who you want to invite. I can't tell you how many times I went to a wedding that the parents paid for. And it literally was like the parents wedding. So when it comes to concepts and weddings and who's doing what, this, that, if you're getting married, I feel like put your foot down. It's okay. It's your wedding. And you hope to only do it once. All right. And with that being said, we're going to cut to a quick little commercial, a little message, and then we'll be back to talk about our favorite topic, kids. <laughs> All right. We are back. And speaking about kids, I have my child here who is absolutely driving me insane because in our studio, we have a drum set. And of course, he loves to drum like this is his thing. So he keeps slamming it everywhere and he's driving me insane. Um, again, it is my choice to do this podcast when my husband isn't home, but it's also me trying to balance out balance, balance out my life. So I don't have to do this podcast when my husband is home and I'm missing our time. So let's talk about the last topic I'm going to talk about when it comes to nope, I'm good kids. So I had my first child, my son, um, February, 2018 and I don't, I, uh, I didn't feel any pressure from anybody. You know, I, I, I had a couple, like I, I breastfed my son and I had a couple people drop in their information and I'm like, did you even breastfeed? Like, please stop. Like, stop telling me what to do or what's a good idea. Like that's, I guess me being, I'm, I listen, I will admit I am as stubborn as can be. I'm a Leo. I'm Italian. I'm Puerto Rican. Like this all blends in here. But my whole thing is, I value the people that just let me go through the motions and wait for me to ask them. So like my mom's that type, like my mom knew she's like, I want to figure it out. But when you need me, just call me. I'm here. My younger sister was a huge helper, like legit. I, my, my pregnancy was hard to where I didn't even want to do my registry. So I copied my younger sisters. I was like, Brittany, I don't want to do my registry. I'm like, can I just copy yours? So she legit gave me like all of her registry stuff, told me what she kept, what she didn't. And just, like it was perfect. But there were some occasions where I can drink the bottle. There were some occasions where it was like, oh, you know what? I had kids or I totally know what to do. Let me tell you what to do. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes. Like I'm excited that you had kids. I'm excited that you went through motherhood. Let me go through motherhood too. Like, dude, chill out ow, or the famous, well, I know it's your first kid. And that drives me insane. So I'm not saying I had children in the past. That's not what I'm saying. But I've been raising my cousin since I was 13, 14 years old, changing diapers. I'm not saying I knew how to be a mom at that age, but I knew how to take care of kids. And when it came to my own, I feel like it just happened. It worked. And him and I, we just, we found patience. We found support in each other. We made it work. So when someone would say to me like, oh, you know, you're just, it's a first time mom. It's okay. Yeah, I know it's okay. I'm doing this. I'm making it happen. Look how cute my kid is. But I feel like that was, you know, oh, I can't like I, to the moms who literally bite down their tongue and just don't say a thing. God bless you. I don't know how you do it. And maybe sometimes what I say is probably not the best and it upsets people, but I'm trying to figure out motherhood over here. Like, let me make my mistakes. Let me figure it out. No, I do not want to use that product. No, I do not want to put that on my child. No, you eat that. That looks disgusting. Like, it's just bananas. 
So yeah, I love being a mom and I think it's great, but it's definitely one of those things where I'm, nope, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I need to get one of those stickers, I think. Like no soliciting. That might be like a good shirt I need to make with my t-shirt line. Like no soliciting. Oh, I'm doing it. Like I'm a good parent, no soliciting, something along the lines like that. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I feel like it's such a hot topic because so many people are afraid to say no thanks. Um, I'm good. So many people like to stir up. I think just people like just to talk and I totally get it. You know, like Aunt Lucy loves to give her opinions, but guess what, Aunt Lucy? We don't need them. We're good. And that's pretty much about it here for episode number four. Um, I really love, guys, thank you so much for always tuning in. Subscribe if you have not. Like if you have not. Make sure you guys share this podcast. Get it out and about. And, you know, every Sunday at noon, I'm here. Tune in in your car. Listen on your iPad. Listen right here in a link that's attached to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you name it, 4.0 in life. And tune in next week as we talk all about how to 4.0 life and deal with finances. Oh, I know. I haven't found the money tree yet, guys. But if you do, let me know. All right. Have a great Sunday. 4.0 in life. Out. Yeah, parents. Are you looking for natural care for the whole family? Little Twig. No chemicals, natural ingredients, no synthetics, and natural fragrances. I know you're going to love it so much, so I want to offer you a 20% off your first order using Queen Buzz 20. That's right, 20% off your first order. Queen Buzz 20. Natural ingredients, sulfate-free, non-irritating, pediatrician tested, pH balance, no synthetic fragrances. It's great for the whole family, which means mom can use it too. Hypoallergenic, paraben-free, and it's not tested on animals. So check it out. Go to www.littletwig.com and get your natural care for the whole family. Little Twig, I love it and I know you will too.